0: hello and welcome to Weeb spawn we talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming we're by no means experts just huge fans i'm your host bobby and with me is joshua hello bobby glad we be doing another episode In today's episode we're going to be doing a slightly different format but we're going to be talking about one piece and as always spoilers
1: ahead one Piece is a manga and anime series written and illustrated by Eiichiro uh, Oda. The manga was first released on July 22nd of 1997 and is still currently running today. And the anime was first aired on October 20th of 1999. The anime series was originally licensed in, America, in North America by 4Kids Entertainment in 20, uh, 2004 and eventually the license was dropped and then acquired by Funimation in 2007. One Piece has received lots of praise for its storytelling, art, characterization, and its humor. Several volumes of the manga have actually broken many publishing records, including the highest initial print run of any book in Japan. As of February of 2021, the manga had over 480 million copies in circulation in 43 different countries worldwide, making it the best-selling manga in history.
0: Wow, that's actually a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then they have like tons of spin-offs. Like I was looking. Oh, yeah. Through their wiki and everything, and just in manga and stuff alone, there's like a large handful of spin-offs. They have like. Fourteen different movies they have a lot of content
0: yeah I mean if anyone is familiar with One Piece or even memes there's like a there's a meme that shows like Naruto and then the storyline and it shows like kind of like a straight arrow and then like occasionally goes off and then it's like Bleach and it has like arrows that kind of go in a circle and it's like linear storyline just repeating over and over and then it's like One Piece and the arrows just go everywhere Mm because it's like
1: i know which one you're talking about
0: yeah and i mean it's pretty much true and we'll talk a little bit more on some of these in a little bit but for kind of what we're doing today as how i say it's going to be a little bit different style than what we normally do when it comes to like discussing our animes mostly being the fact that I've only been, I'm the only one that's actually seen this. So we're kind of going to do this more of an interview format. Of course, we're mixing in our own like opinions and everything. So we hope you still enjoy it. But this is something more I kind of wanted to talk about. But I knew since he never watched it, it would never really be a thing. And I know that this is still very popular to a lot of people. So it's kind of a topic we both wanted to talk about. But since I only knew it. It was kind of hard until we kind of decided on this format.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of we want to get to the bottom. I want to get to the bottom of why Bobby enjoys this show so much. And maybe he kind of wants to get to the bottom of why I don't like this show so much. So it's going to be a little bit interesting. And we'll have discussion points of what we, our opinions of, our, of this show.
0: Exactly. So it's going to be a slight debate. Bay-ish, but its I guess it's more just going to be us putting our opinion, our viewpoints on it, because it's literally, I enjoy it, he doesn't, so you're going to get both sides of the coin. And without further ado, let's just dive right into what's so good or bad about One Piece.
1: So, as I may have mentioned in previous episodes, I'm not really a fan of One Piece for a few reasons. And some of those reasons, I admit, are pretty petty. And I'm a very stubborn little shit, so (laughs) I won't break very easily. And I'm not really going to give... For my opinions right now, at the start of this interview, I'm not really going to give the episodes a chance because I've tried in the past. And there are just so many of them. So giving it a chance may be an opportunity for me to be like, Damn, I was wrong. Now I need to watch a thousand episodes. So I'm pretty stubborn. And I don't want to break. So I'll see if you can break me on this. But my opinions don't really... They, they probably won't sway you because you're invested in this show. And I don't really expect them to sway you. Because I, I'm i kind of a firm believer of like just do what you enjoy. So if someone doesn't like the show, don't let them convince you not to watch it. But I have a question. And this first question is, how did you get into One Piece... And what are your reasons for liking it?
0: So kinda of like you mentioned earlier of 4Kids TV, I originally started watching it on Four Kids TV, and uh I know you've heard me complain, and if you've guys read <laughs> just as his opinion on One Piece, I've mentioned my whole spiel about how four kids butchered it. But I mean at the time I really didn't know because I was a kid. I was only what, like eight, nine? 10 years old at the time when i started watching it so like i didn't know that it's like was it but now like looking back at it and then seeing what it is now i'm just like holy crap they they really did butcher it but i started watching it on for kids tv and there were a lot of shows on there that i don't think a lot of people like knew or like probably know today And strangely enough, when I first watched it, I mostly just watched Pokemon. I didn't even watch Yu-Gi-Oh! And you know how big Yu-Gi-Oh! was part of our childhood. Mm -hmm. And it always played, like, literally right at the Pokemon. But I didn't, like, watch it. Because, like, it was during this time is when, like, my parents were divorced. So I had a lot of, like, free times in the morning. Especially if I was over at my mom's house where I didn't really know anyone. So this would always come on at saturday morning it's like your typical saturday morning cartoons and it was like from 7 or 8 a.m to noon and they would have these cartoons that played they had pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, one piece ultimate muscle that i'm sure a lot of people don't even know what that is kirby sonic x and a few others and at some point in time i just finally gave it a shot and i mean like i said eight nine year old whoever i was loved it and it also may have a slight bias to the fact that like I've loved pirates ever since I was younger. So it kind of like appealed to me. Cause I mean this is also when like Pirates of the Caribbean was coming out. So Pirates in just in general did it for me. So it was like I always saw these cartoons on and it was just one of those times where instead of going away from the TV, I was like, you know what, I I'll, I'll try it. So yeah, Pirates just always kinda like was a big thing when I was younger just one of the that's also like one of the reasons why I like it but one thing this kind of goes in a, a little bit into your n- next question but one of the reasons I kind of stayed with it is before I like get too much into that is everyone I know a lot of people like give me crap because it's like oh you like watch this for like 10 years how can you watch this for 10 years and one thing I want to say is like when it comes to Marvel movie it's to the point like Marvel movies that other people have everyone made or was hyped for Endgame why because it was years in the making From the first iron man to now people grew up with those characters they had the good times and the bad times and just like me because i watched it when i was so young there are times there are times i stopped or have waited for the dub to catch up but for me it's just been such a long journey that i need to see this through and it's like i feel part of the crew and i want to watch them until the last moments and that's why i still enjoy it to this day it's like because i watched it as a kid i grew up with it and if anyone ever argues with me at that point i just mentioned the marvel movies because there's a lot of people who watched the first Iron Man when they were a kid and then watch endgame when they were an adult because it took them that long they build up the series just like one piece has done for me so that's Hmm. like one of the main reasons why i still enjoy it to this day
1: that's fair that's a really good analogy i think And I have another question, and that is, is the story really so good that you would gladly follow it for over a thousand episodes, or is it more that at this point you're too invested to quit?
0: I would have to say yes and no, and it's just more because it's like any anime that has been out this long, like the big three, the Naruto, Bleach, even Dragon Ball Z, there are going to be some arcs that are worse than others. But if I had to say like a definitive answer, yes or no, I would say overall, yes, I've enjoyed watching it. I think a main thing that people dislike is that it's not a very linear story, kind of like I was talking about with that meme. And that is if you only look at it from a surface level. They have a lot of very reoccurring characters that come back Plenty of times. Or mention things that happened like a 100 episodes ago. Now I don't know what you might think. Like 100 episodes. How do you remember? Trust me. You you will remember. One. They have flashbacks a lot. And two. It like. They set it up so you will remember. Or at least have a like a thing in the back of your mind. Like haven't I seen that person before? And that's like Oh. And then it's like rewatching a movie when you see something happen in the beginning that you're like, oh my God, that sets up for this. And so it's the same thing that happens with here. I'm like, oh my God, so that's why that happened. So while yes, it may seem like they go off tangent because their ultimate goal is to find the One Piece. However, if you watch the show, you know the reasons why it seems to be going on for so long. And that's because like, when they entered the Grand Line, when it took them, that's where like a lot of people are like, oh, you wait, the 100 or 150 episodes, once it get to the Grand Line, then it gets good. That is when, when they get to the Grand Line, they have to go to different islands in order to reach the end. But in order to do that, for their navigation, they call it a log post. And in order to do that, each island has its own mag- magnetic field, so it points you to one direction. Every person that goes there is going to have a different path. But once you go there, you have to spend a certain amount of time before the compass, like, I forget how they described it, but basically gets used to that magnetic field, and then we'll find out the next island. So it's like, they already set it up that, oh yes, they're going to have multiple different journeys to get here. So if you look at it from the surface level, and you're like, why are they doing this, 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 all these arcs? It's like, it doesn't make sense. It's not linear. They're just going off and off. No, they're not. That's literally... They outline the journey from the very beginning... at, at When they enter the Grand Line. This is how the journey is going to go. And they literally stay true to that. Obviously, there's been a few different ones... Where they break off because of... Some world happening news is going on. Like, world happening as in like the One Piece world. But it's like, overall it's technically very linear. They just branch out a lot, but it's still going in the same direction as say.
1: Yeah. The, um, the flashback thing that you mentioned that I think is a very big part of the big three and those older anime is just, they really like to give those flashbacks because they're such long shows that when you were watching it weekly, it was very common for you to forget. So they had to, to go back and show you what happened a hundred episodes ago, since it was probably like two years ago, since that arc happened or something in real life. But yeah, that makes sense with the, the linearity of the show. It may seem like it's going in like a bunch of different directions, but with how you describe that, the, the, the storyline basically set up this non-linearity but it really is linear. So it just seems like a convoluted way, but it's something that gives you multiple stories that will eventually converge into one final story from my perspective of it.
0: Yeah. And that, and that's like when I mentioned the reoccurring characters is like, you'll meet someone from one area and then like they move on, but then they'll come back or like something or another character knows another character and that helped them out to get through this problem. So it's like, it's linear and nonlinear kind of at the same time. Like, I can get why people say it's nonlinear because it's, it does go off, but it's still... It's like it never loses track of the end goal is what I would say. And gotcha. one thing I did like that you mentioned is, like, a lot of people, especially maybe some listeners here, is you have to realize a lot of this time when it first came out, it this was a weekly thing. So a lot of people who... Watching these the big animes the, Like the big five or big three That people always describe You gotta remember You're like most likely binge watching this mm-hmm. So For you it may have only been a few hours ago But for them it could have been a few months ago So if you notice like every ten episodes There's a flashback Well you have to realize ten episodes Ten weeks that's two and a half months You're watching it in Three hours so mm-hmm. yeah if you ever wonder why there's always so many flashbacks that that's most likely why
1: right and I think with um the newer anime flashbacks aren't really as big of a thing like they still happen but they're not as big just because they're seasonal so they don't have they have these huge breaks but typically since they're shorter arcs you're you you do not have to reference previous arcs as often so that's also why the newer anime don't have as many flashbacks.
0: And probably why you'll never see, I well, I probably can't say never, but it will be very rare to see another anime like Bleach, like Naruto, like One Piece mm-hmm. that go on for like over hundreds of episodes and not just taking breaks every like yeah. 25 or like 50 episodes.
1: Yeah, I think this is the new norm and I like it a lot as I've mentioned previous episodes of ours. I just, I would prefer breaks rather than dragging stuff on.
0: I think for me it just kinda depends on the the show, but we kinda gotta hear why like how I got into it, why I liked it. So my first question to you is why do you dislike One Piece?
1: Oh man. So as I've already stated, my reasons will probably be very petty and it comes down to stubbornness, preventing me from watching any episodes. So I acknowledge that it may actually be a decent anime. I just don't want to give it the opportunity to prove itself to me. So my main reasoning is that I watched an episode or two back in the day when it was, like, on Toonami. And Luffy... Luffy, right? That's Yep, his name? the, the yeah. main character, yep. Yeah. Um, basically, I watched it, and Luffy had these, like, super stretchy arms and legs... And there was this like tiny talking reindeer thing that I think it turned into a giant reindeer at one point. And I didn't, truthfully, I didn't fully understand what was happening plot wise, but the fight itself did not keep me interested in the show. So my thought at the time was if the fight scenes can't hook me, like which are some of the big draws to these shows, if that can't hook me, then there's no way the rest of the show is going to be able to hook me. So that was one of my reasonings. And as for my petty reasonings, I think Luffy's ability is dumb. I just... I can't get over the fact that he's all stretchy and stuff. I don't know. I just don't like it. So from the info that I know of One Piece, he has this stretchy ability that came from some sort of magical fruit he ate, uh, which... I. I don't remember the name of the fruit. Um, The devil fruit? Yeah, the devil fruit. So he ate a devil fruit that made him stretchy. On top of that, I'm just not a fan of the supporting characters either. But that's to a lesser extent because I don't really know them as much. But from what I saw of them, I just wasn't drawn to them. They weren't hooking me. And I thought the plot was pretty basic, but from what I heard from you just a minute ago about the non linearity of the plot and how it goes in many different directions, maybe the plot's not as basic as I thought it was. But overall, I know the plot is they're going to find the One Piece, which I felt was kind of weak. But at the same time, a lot of the plots of the old Shonen Jump shows were kind of weak. So maybe that's kind of a, a petty thing as well, but... Yeah, I just can't complain too much because it is a shonen manga anime, so it's it's not meant to be super in depth when it comes to how sophisticated the plot may be. So, like I'm, like I said, it's uh, it's hard for me to really dedicate myself to the show just because of the simplicity of it. But I think that's just my stubbornness. But I understand it's making a lot of money. And people are enjoying it out there. Like it's a really popular anime. So that alone shows me that the show is better than my mind is processing it to be. So I accept that it is very successful and probably should continue on because it does have this backing behind it. But I also have the mentality of it's an old show and I think it needs to step aside and just retire and give space to the new shows and manga. Same with Dragon Ball Z. I think that also needs to step down and just, like, give the give some shelf space to the new guys.
0: I can easily see your viewpoint, especially because that is almost my opinion also for, like, the beginning portions. Because until they finally get, like, his actual crew together, because the whole where everyone's like, oh, because I'm sure you've probably heard it. Or whatever where I know at least when I'm talking about One Piece. Or someone comes up and like well, I don't want to get into One Piece. Because they're like oh it doesn't get good until episode 100 or whatever. And like I mentioned once it get gets to the grand line. And I would have to say I kind of agree with that. Because literally up until that point. I know it seems like a lot of episodes. Which it is. I'm not going to deny that. But up until that point is almost all introductory stuff. Up until the crew. What each crew's goal is. The villains going into this, the world government, it's basically setting up everything for the grand line. And then once you get in the grand line, that's when you go on all these different adventures, and that's when the linearity, non-linearity stuff comes in, and it becomes a lot more interesting. And one thing I just have to say to you about like Luffy's power, I do believe on the service level, if you look at it, having it's called the gum gum fruit. Which is basically, it makes him made out of rubber, like his entire body, even his organs, makes him made out of rubber. And on the surface level, it does seem like a stupid power. But if you think of the era, where this was back in the pirate era, where there was like gunpowder, was just became a thing. He can deflect any bullets, any cannonballs, and he doesn't get hurt by punches. So the only thing being a pirate you have to worry about now is swords so you knock out almost everything other like dangers when so any kind of punches kicks whatever any kind of melee combat besides sword fighting you're pretty much impervious to so i just wanted to mention that a little bit interesting and then I think what's cool, actually cool about the devil fruit powers is there's a lot of different ones and they have different classes for them because obviously there are going to be some that are better than others. But one of the major drawbacks is you learn you lose the ability to swim, which is any like if you get touched with any kind of uh, seawater, salt water whatever, you lo- you basically lose all your power and you become like lose all movement in your body like you just get drained of energy which i think is a great like side effect for all these pirates and even the world government that have all these devil fruit powers it's like the main thing is them sailing and then that's like their major weakness to this great power i think it's kind of like a nice balance
1: yeah i didn't know that bit of information so that actually is very interesting because it would be very difficult to avoid the water at that point it would seem like if i was in this situation i would have a a flask full of salt water so anytime i'm facing someone that has the ability i just splash them
0: well there's actually there's they have what's called sea prism stones which is kind of what you're thinking it's the salt water made into a stone so some people have, like, weapons out of it. They make hand- the world government makes handcuffs out of it. So they can't, like, any devil fruit users can't use it. It's kind of rare. Like, it's like a precious metal type thing. Because it's not like they—they they don't just take up water and, like, put it in the machine and condense it. Like, it's actually like a, a mineral or something. But that's basically your idea is a lot of people will have some kind of, like, sea prism weapon or something like that to fight against these people.
1: See, I could, I could survive in this world. I'm already on it.
0: <laughs> I think, I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, I like the, I like kind of like the drop off.
1: Yeah, I would definitely have a flask and just splash people and then beat the shit out of them with my <laughs> rubber body. A question of mine is, since this is a show that's gone on for a little over a thousand episodes now, how long do you think One Piece will continue for? Do you see it going for like another 1000, another 500? And as a follow-up to that question, how long do you want it to go for? And will you watch it to the end since you've invested so much time?
0: Well, one thing to answer your like first question of how long do I think it's I think it literally only has like a few years because it will end. As you mentioned earlier, uh, Mr. Oda, the writer and illustrator of One Piece, He actually said in a quote One piece is quite close to its end right now With around 80% of the story Having been covered already He recently stated that Luffy's journey is coming to a close And to To his end and that he would like to end it In the next five years Oh that is
1: information I did not know
0: Yeah so a lot of people Don't realize it either And as far as I Remember reading some Of the Like interviews is he knows he already knows the ending of how he like is going to end one piece now it's just getting there so that's what loose ends yeah so that's what he's been writing or thinking about it's how to get there but he already has the ending already pretty exactly done of how he wants it it may change based on like how things are going but he already has an ending of how he wants it so I think he will stay true to that and I think it probably will finish up within the next five years. Especially kinda of like how you said how a lot of this new anime is coming up. We have Naruto ended, Dragon Ball Z will I think the original ended, but then there's like all this like spin off yeah, stuff. But, I think
1: um Super is what's going on, or maybe it's GT. I don't even know what's going Yeah, Dragon something Ball. like that. But it's like yeah, all they have the... a spin off going right now
0: yeah all the 90s 2000s anime have ended or are going to end like even bleach is coming back to finish it because the manga's already done with bleach the manga's done been done with naruto and so i think that's also kind of a reason why he does want to end it He, he doesn't want it to go on too long but he also really does enjoy his work like he enjoys the journey like he Yeah, that's why he continues to do it. It's because he actually loves these characters and loves making stories for it. But he as we've seen him in this quote and everything, he does want it to end and will end eventually. Mm -hmm. And for your second part, I will continue watching it. I think for 100% fact, I will continue watching this to the very end. I may periodically take breaks like I have done Up until this point. Where a lot of times it's to like. Let it catch up. Like before when I was dubbed. The sub was always like 100 episodes. Or 200 episodes. above the dub. So I'd have to wait for the dub. And then wait for the next arc. Because they didn't like. Send out it weekly. They would like. Get the whole arc done. And then like kind of release the arc. Instead of doing it weekly. Which was kind of nice. And kind of sucked at the same time. So I may periodically take breaks, kind of like how I am now, because I think I'm on episode nine, like forties or nine fifties, and it's at like a thousand six right now or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Something like those lines.
0: Yeah, I'm just finishing up the Big Mama arc, and they just are starting the Wano arc, which I've heard so many great things about. I haven't. I tried to stay away from all the news One Piece because I don't want anything to expl- explain to me or. Mm-hmm. Spoiled for me, Spoiled. but like I've seen so many One Piece fans all of a sudden rise up once this art came. So it seems like it's going to be a very hyped arc, and I'm honestly actually really excited to catch back up on it.
1: Um, I thought it was interesting that you said Oda already knows how he wants to end One Piece, which I think is actually a great way to go into creating the ending. Basically, having a story down and not. And knowing where he wants this to go, because you'll have cases i I would hate to see one piece end the way Game of Thrones did, because obviously one piece has a lot more time invested in it, twenty years into this, more than twenty years. And Game of Thrones had like a ten year investment or eight years or however long it went for. And then they didn't really know how they were going to end it because the books weren't finished. So they just wrapped it up in a way that destroyed the entire legacy of the show. So that would really suck for one piece to end in a terrible way that would destroy its legacy. So it's probably good that he's going into this, knowing how he wants to end it. It's just the journey to get to that point. For me personally, I think that ending isn't going to be all climatic.
0: I know it kind of sounds weird to say that, but I, I feel more. It's going to be a satisfying ending more than a like big climatic one because i think that's kind of what game of thrones was trying to do was they wanted like this climatic ending Mm -hmm. and i feel like because of how one piece is paced and how it does it i feel like it's going to be like climatic leading up to it and then it's going to kind of die down a little bit but then end up where you just like like everything gets tied up and you're just like you're feeling left satisfied like it's not going to be some big battle at the very end to save the world and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff like that may happen like an arc before the final arc but then like maybe the final arc is more going to be like everyone's story gets completed and then at the very end luffy's is the last story to get completed and then you're left like satisfied that's how i think it's going to end
1: yeah and I think that'd be good ending because I think like one with Game of Thrones I think a lot of it was they wanted to throw the viewers for a loop and there was too many people that were able to predict the end so they kind of changed it up and they wanted shock factor and I think that is not the proper way to go about it so as long as the show ends in a way that has some predictability because I think that is what a lot of people want they want a sense of predictability so things end the way they would expect them to but also overall people just want things to end in a decent way. And as long as that happens for One Piece, I think this will probably go down as one of the like I don't think their records will be broken anytime soon for a lot of them because it's just so popular and as long as people are left happy, it'll go down in history as probably one of the bigger anime.
0: I think so too. So enough about my side. Let's get back to your side a little bit. So (laughs) up until this point as in we're making this podcast right now how much of one piece have you actually have seen
1: <laughs> all right so there's a thousand episodes and I have seen probably 0.1 percent of that so I've seen <laughs> probably one or two episodes total and as I've mentioned before the few episodes I have seen just didn't catch my interest so I didn't go any further into that and I don't know if it's because of the slow nature of the show like maybe Because I don't remember it a whole lot, but I, I'm thinking maybe the show just the episode didn't progress fast enough, so it just couldn't hold my attention. But the old Shonen shows, as we've mentioned, just don't do that. They have long dialogue scenes and the fight scenes drag on for episodes and episodes, so that could have slowed down, or basically, so they can slow down the consumption of the manga material and stay on track and avoid fillers. But even so, the storyline just wasn't strong enough to hold me. And so far, really, the only pirate to this day that has ever held my attention is Captain Jack Sparrow. So I don't know if Luffy's going to be able to top him.
0: Well, I can't blame you for that. Captain Jack Sparrow is probably the best pirate (laughs) ever.
1: He's the worst pirate I've ever heard of. (laughs) But But you have not heard heard of me.
0: (laughs) One thing I will mention about the fight scenes is they do... Or they are long. And some people may not like their choice of style. Of how they do the fight scenes. And sometimes it annoys me a little bit. On how they do the fight scenes. But one thing I will like about them. Is I don't know what part you've seen it. But whenever they typically do have fight scenes. Or they are in a battle. They give each character a battle. So you're not just left watching the like the main character fight off against the main antagonist and then you're kind of just wondering like well while he's doing this what the hell has been the crew doing this entire time like instead of just having them fight having the victor or loser or whatever and then it's like the crew just magically shows up it's like no they'll show like luffy and that antagonist fighting for like two or three episodes then they'll go to a different crew member for like two or three episodes see their fight then to another crew member that's On a different part of the island. Doing something that will help influence another person's fight. So they kind of have all these fights going on. Like three or four fights constantly happening at the same time. But then towards the end. When one fight finishes up. That will lead to the other fight finishing up. Because they did something. Or it connects. And then it's kind of like the whole storyline. Like it seems chaotic. But then it all comes together for a single purpose. And then it's like oh that's why they had to do this here because this it's like a domino effect so Mm. i do like that towards the end but sometimes i would hate it and i did hate it when i was watching it as a kid where i was so excited to see like the finale of this fight but then it went to another fight and i'm just like
1: that sort of reminds me of the arancar arc from bleach when they were towards the end of that arc all the Iran car basically came out and fought all of the uh, captains and they would jump from one fight to another. And eventually some fights would lead into other fights. So it kind of reminds me of that, how they had multiple things going on and they'd focus on this one a few times and go over here and focus on that one. So that kind of what it reminds me of.
0: Yeah. I, I also kind of liked it too, because it just kind of helped give you some more character growth and you got to see them either with their new abilities or like you just saw them how they fit with their crew and everything. So I did enjoy it. But like I said, there were some obviously some fights where I was more invested than others. But I I think they did a good job with kind of spacing it out. So you're like, oh, this is actually all happening at the same time. So it kind of cool, more like world building, I feel like.
1: Yeah, that is cool. So since we're talking about world building and the fight scenes leading into one another who is your favorite character and who is your least favorite character of the show and I know just from like memes and stuff I know the general characters and who they are what they look like and do you think if you were to take away your least favorite character or your most favorite character do you think it would change the show for better or worse like if you were to just pluck one out of the show so Cause I know because okay. I was gonna say, I, just to um add to this, because I know some anime as you're watching, you're like, Man, if this character didn't exist, the show would be so much better. So I was wondering if they have that or if everyone has a role to play in this show.
0: So I'm assuming I answered this assuming you just meant the straw hat pirates because there's actually, yeah,
1: that yeah, because I was about but to that's, say, there's that's some the main bunch I know.
0: Yeah, because I was about to say, there's probably easily some villains you could just take out and be like, "Oh, I just shaved off 20 episodes." But yeah, so if we're talking strictly the Shawhack Pirates, my favorite is hands down Zoro. Do you know by any chance? Do you know who he is, the Swordsman?
1: Yeah, is he the one that has like, um, he's like the blonde dude, or uh, I think uh, he's blonde. He has the the scar over his eye. Yeah. Because it's too blonde. Or, guys. Oh, he's green. He's green here, not he?
0: Yeah. He, oh yeah. Because I'm thinking, um, yeah, blonde hair is Sanji. Uh, the green, yeah, because he's always called Mosshead. Green hair is Zoro. He has three swords. He, yeah, early on, he uses the bandana, but later on, he does get a scar, and I think he keeps his bandana on his arm now. I don't think he typically wears it anymore. But, yeah, my favorite, hands down, is Zoro. He's, like, the right-hand man, the vice captain, and... Pretty much the greatest swordsman. I think. Whatever you want to call him. I think they just pretty much like really did him perfectly. He really is like a brother to Luffy. Though he may not show it entirely. Beca- but you can see in his actions. There's one prime example. Is on, on. Oh my god. What is the arc? The the arc where they lose their shadows. If anyone knows One Piece. One Piece. You know what arc I'm talking about. And Luffy fights one of the seven warlords of the sea. Which is a pirate that's been licensed by the government. So these are like the top of the top best pirates in the world. Arguably. Before like the four emperors and all without getting too into it. But basically they're like the cream of the crop when it comes to pirates. And Luffy had to go off against one of these warlords of the sea. And though he manages to win, he is completely battered, broken down to the point where he won't wake up. Like he's almost in a coma. He's still alive. He's he's literally just sleeping. But that's kind of how they show him recovering is he always sleeps. Like he basically sleeps it off but depending on how brutal the fight is depends on how long he will be sleeping. And so right after this fight after they just this painstaking journey they just finish beating a warlord another warlord comes when everyone is completely battered even Zoro like the entire straw hat is bruised up broken and Luffy literally cannot move and this warlord is coming To kill Luffy. Because he's obviously a wanted pirate. But. Zoro manages to talk him into it. And this warlord has this ability. This weird ability. But he can take all the pain. That Luffy had. And take it out of his body. So he will recover immediately. But in order for that to happen. Zoro must take his pain away. He's like, if you can withstand all the pain that your captain has gone through to protect you guys, I will leave you alone. And so this is one of the, this has actually been regarded as one of like a lot of the top 10 moments in like One Piece. And Zoro takes the plunge into this basically pain bubble. And he feels everything Luffy did from the moment they stepped onto this island until now. And as soon as he steps into it, it cuts away. So you don't know at, at this time if he lived or not. And then it kind of goes up and Luffy wakes up and he's completely refreshed. He doesn't feel any pain at all and he's just jumping around. But the only person that knows what happened is Sanji. And Sanji goes running and finds Zoro. And he just finds Zoro just standing there nearly passed out and just blood everywhere he managed to withstand the pain that luffy had and he managed to like basically get off the warlord to go away so one that was just one of his most badass moments ever and then he just kind of like constantly does that throughout the show is because he started out as like a bounty hunter so he can kind of sense when people are, like watching him and everything or watching his crewmate and a lot of times he'll go off and fight them without their crew actually knowing so he's kind of like a silent protector almost like big brother type thing to uh, luffy even. well he has his own brother but like that's why i just love the bond they kind of share because it's not very explicit because they have different personality like very different personalities so it's not just like a oh bro like like a buddy buddy type thing but they it's more of a they admire each other's strength, they respect their strengths and they know it and they always have each other's back. So that's one of the main reasons I just love it. And not to mention his like his main character flaw for Zoro is that he's absolutely terrible with directions. So <laughs> we kind of have that in common too. But, But there's literally been a time where they were all walking in a one-way street or something, and he managed to get lost, which sometimes is actually kind of funny.
1: Yeah, that definitely sounds like something you would do. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, you know, we kind of have that little similarity.
1: That bond, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, on the flip side of that, if we're talking about the worst, my worst or least favorite character, would probably be either Usopp or Chopper. They're both more the kind of comedic aspects of relief of the show. Chopper has this trauma of like humans cuz he's like a a reindeer raccoon, I forget what. He's a reindeer. Yeah,
1: he's, he's that weird reindeer that I saw the first time I ever watched the show and I'm like, "What is this?"
0: Yeah, he has a he ate a beast devil fruit power so he can like transform into different forms. But anyways, His trauma makes him lose a lot of self-confidence. And I get that. Like, that's his main character flaw and everything. And he does have some comedy aspects. But, like, a lot of his accents, I just immediately cringe to it. To the point where it's not even funny. It's just straight-up cringe. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Skip, skip. (laughs) But then there's, like, Usopp, who's just kind of just straight annoying But that is like I said Also part of his character Because I mean when we were first introduced to him He was known as the boy who cried wolf And made up stories And there's even reference to Luffy Like joking Saying like he can't lie as good as Usopp And it's just like He's kind of the butt end of a lot of the jokes And I get that But like sometimes he could just be very annoying So if I had to pick a least favorite It would be one of those two
1: But Fair enough yeah, I've I've seen Usopp. I believe in one of the episodes I saw the I long know. nose guy. Yeah, I'm I don't like him. Just his looks alone just makes me angry. I just hate how he looks. I don't know. I just I think it's the nose. The nose just
0: is dumb. <laughs> when they do because how oh, every anime has a big like time skip where they go and train. So there's a lot of times where people talk post time skip, pre time skip, post time skip. Usopp does get a little better. He's Kind of keeps his, still his core traits, but he does get better, but still would be my least favorite.
1: Yeah, and then I don't know much about Chopper, just the fact that he transforms, and I just didn't really care for him all that much.
0: The, honestly, the only reason Chopper kind of outranks Usopp is because I kind of like his battling style, where he does transform into like different ones, and... It's just kind of cool to see some of his uh, fighting things. I just think he kind of fights better. But, gotcha. like I said, that's all opinion because Usopp could probably still win in a fight against him, but I just kind of like it. But going off of, like, your last part, if the change, like, if it would change the show for better or worse, and despite all kind of bashing Usopp, I straight up did, and I've How I I still think he's my least favorite character. Usopp needs to be there. And the reason why is. Oda mentioned that he is supposed to represent. What a normal person would be like on the crew. So if you think of how all these people. Like Luffy had a devil fruit power. So he's going to be stronger. Zoro has been training to be a swordsman. Pretty much since he was. Like three years old, Sanji's been trained in martial arts and cooking since he was a kid. Nami doesn't really fight; he, she's the navigator. The Brook is a skeleton, so he has he's already kind of like super powered because he ate a devil fruit. Robin, another member, is a devil fruit user, so they're obviously going to be stronger than what like normal people are going to be, and that's why where you see where they can fight off like hundreds of people so that's why they have usopp he has a weakness for the reason so it would i think it would definitely change the show if we were to lose him and going off like of my favorite character zoro i think it would almost be no sh- show without zoro because he is a very main component of everything and, like, with everything he's done to help protect the crew, especially, like, the mention with the warlord, if that never, if he wasn't there, that wouldn't have happened. Luffy would be dead, end of story. So, like, you, he was the first person to be added onto this crew. He's just such a vital... He's basically almost the second main character. So, like, without him, the whole... Like, so much things would fall apart without him. It would be, like watching naruto without sasuke agara in the show ah
1: yeah so that would it would definitely change the show a little bit
0: (laughs) yeah so even though sasuke like half of naruto was missing if he just stayed missing the entire time and never came back it would be a much different story and that's like the same thing with zoro if he ever left and like never came back it, there would just be a hole there That I don't think would ever be filled
1: hmm, That's fair enough Yeah I was just curious because I know like there There are certain <clears> characters <throat> where you could just Pluck them out and it wouldn't change It one bit like my Example would be My Hero Academia There's a character in there Called Minetta I don't know you've, yep, you've seen I know, My Hero I know, right? who, Yep, I know exactly who Oh my god about. you could just pluck him from the show and the show would be better
0: I love the meme of the. This is a side note I love the meme of it where they're going like you know how class a and class b so obviously there's class mm-hmm. a is like the cream of the crop uh better heroes think mm-hmm. so supposedly it's in, to class b and it's like they show the guy that's like i can control people with my mind or like by asking them questions or whatever you know the guy deku had yep. a fight in the thing yeah and they're, they're like dude. hmm sounds interesting class b and then it shows this guy. I can pluck thing, or I can pluck this sticky ball, and I can stick to things. Oh my god! Amazing. Class A. Immediately.
1: Yeah. It's like I don't understand what the thought process behind that was. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. Hate the character so much, and the show would be a bit, the show would be better without him. There's definitely villains like that in One
0: Piece, or like mm-hmm. kind of like side characters that kind of show up to help boost the characters a little bit that I'm like you could just take them out cuz they really didn't do anything like at all you could yeah, it's save just like,
1: like what are you guys even doing here
0: yeah and so there's definitely villains like that but so my next question for you is if I brought you up to speed with everything that's currently going on since like I mentioned the new arc is just starting If I caught you up to speed, everything up until this point, would you think about watching it?
1: No. (laughs) Um, Well, fuck you. (laughs) Basically, no, because I've spent so long avoiding this show already. But two, it's mostly about principle at this point. Uh, I refuse to watch it because I'm a stubborn person. So I got to stick to my core being. But also because, I mean, obviously, uh, this was before. You said it's probably going to go on for another five years. So um, there's still quite a bit of time left to it. But yeah, it's just like you might catch me up on a thousand episodes, but there's still going to be like 250 left. And it's just I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> it's like a fate worse than death. <laughs> just just The show just keeps going. But also because by not watching the material that led up to the point that the show is at. I feel like I would have missed the journey and I have no right being there. So, I wouldn't watch it just because something would be missing and a lot of the fine details would be gone because I know there's a lot of relationship building and just catching you up on like catching me up to speed wouldn't quite give me that connection. So, the journey just it wouldn't feel as satisfying and I don't think the investment would be quite the same.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I feel like that's a lot of going on, like, especially when... I feel like that's kind of the stigma for people who watch One Piece and why it kind of has a bad stigma is, like, a lot of these new people are watching it. And if I ever mention, like, One Piece is... Honestly, I th- is up there. Like, top five favorite animes. I'll straight up say it. Mostly because of that journey. But I can definitely see your point. Because it's like, even if I cut you up... you it's different than if you actually watched them and it, like you said, it could continue going on. So even if you want that invested, it's like, mm, what's going to keep you invested for the next 200 episodes.
1: And if you were in my position where you've only watched two episodes at this point, would you start one piece from the start and work your way through the a thousand episodes? And would your love for pirates be strong enough to power you through all a thousand episodes?
0: Absolutely not. Mostly because I've actually tried to re-watch some of the older episodes. And it's the same fate as we've talked about with Naruto, Bleach, and all that. Is the art style change. And maybe because I know what happens, it's a bit slow to start off. But plus, just seeing the sheer number of episodes, it would very much discourage me. Because I would feel like I have to watch each episode because kind of how you mentioned that the fine detail goes away i would like miss some of that so if Mm -hmm. i were to really want to watch it i'd probably have to look up youtube videos of either like uncut fight scenes a video about stuff i need to know before watching so and so arc but one thing i will say is they i think like a year or two ago they actually came out with I guess you could say like a remastered more like short little movies of how Luffy met each one of his crewmates and how they became a crew, like part of the crew. So some of them will last like 30, 40 minutes. Some of them maybe an hour, but they basically put it in today's art style and then just showed you all the main points. So they like summarized, basically the first 100, 150 episodes into seven, like, 45-minute segments. Mm -hmm. So, there's that. Like, even even if you watch that, it would catch you up to how they came, but, like like I said, I I don't know if I still would, but just in case, if you are interested in doing it, and you try watching the first few episodes, and you're like, oh, my God, this art style is so... (laughs) They do have these, they're called, I forget what they're exactly called, just look up One Piece, like, crewmate movies or whatever and you'll see them there there's each like each one highlights a different crewmate gotcha so if length wasn't an issue like it wasn't a thousand episodes as in like if it was a standard anime with 25 episodes per season do you think you would have watched it if it like when it came out
1: probably well when it first came out probably not because um I was kind of picky back then, but nowadays, if I were to watch it, I I probably would watch it if it was this short. Because even if it was like shortened to the length of fairy tale, that would significantly decrease the time spent on like fighting and dialogue, so the story would hold my attention better and keep the ball rolling. If there's one thing that new anime has done well that I, I, I we I, we say all, time and time again is the pacing of the episodes and the action. So if they didn't linger so much on like the, the bullshit and just kind of got to the point, I think that I would appreciate this show better. And I probably would watch it all the way through.
0: I think one of the reasons also it kind of got faster paced is I think there are, because it's gotten popular like anime in general, I -hmm. think there are kind of more and more like originals coming up as well. Not just ones that they have to wait for the manga, Or now that the fact that anime is so popular that people are starting to read more manga. So now they have more choices to choose from that already have like 200 chapters done. So they can easily go like, oh, we can easily use the first 40 chapters, make season one. So they already know, start to finish, how this season is going to end. They don't have to wait for the manga to like release.
1: My next question, and probably this will only two more probably since the time's up so if you could re- erase one arc from one piece history what arc would it be and why Ugh, the worst arc there
0: my i would have to probably decide between two arcs one I can't remember what the arc is... Or if it's just... Or if it even really is considered an arc... Or if it's more just a... Side, well I guess a side story is kind of like an arc... That spanned like... I think it was like 10-15 episodes... Which is short compared to... Like One Piece longevity... Was when he met... Oh my god what, what are the stupid pirates... Called? Okay if you know One Piece... There's these pirates that... Force you to play games... And if you lose, they take one of your crewmates and they are forced to join their crew. And obviously, these games are completely stacked. They cheat all the time in order to win. So there's basically no way of winning the game. Like, you never win. But obviously, because it's our the main characters, they do end up winning. And some of them, some of the... Games were kind of fun to look at, but I'm like, you could literally, like, remove this arc and nothing changes in the story. My other arc I would consider is the Impel Down arc, which is newer, and some people might think, like, oh, why would you do that? He's trying to save his brother. Exactly. The whole arc is him just, it's Impel Down for your reference, because I know you don't know it, is a prison for, the. it's like Alcatraz. In One Piece. It's a prison nobody has ever escaped from. And there's different levels. So there's like one through six. Technically there's one through five. But there's a sixth layer where the most. heinous of crimes. Or criminals go. And that's where Luffy's big brother is. Because he's a very notorious pirate. And so the whole arc is. Him. Running downstairs. To save his brother before he's. To be executed, and then they finally get downstairs, and he's gone. Now he has to go all the way back up, and then, although the next arc, the Battle of Marine, like the Marine Four Dog, is absolutely amazing, but it was just like this whole leaning to like the impale down, just felt so long, and I was just like, oh my god, and like there were sometimes where he would just miss people, and it's just like, oh my god, just, just get there. Or like, why are we looking looking about other characters? Like, he's just here to save his brother. He didn't make it. Now he has to go back. I'm just like, oh my god, just <laughs> finish this already. Like, it was just annoying. Like, there was some, there was a cool fight scene, but other than that, I'm like, no. Fair enough. So one thing before we mention is. You said you had, like, no right to be on this journey from, like, all... Because you would miss out on, like, fine details and everything. But after kind of, like, going through everything I've said, answering your questions, putting all my opinions in, have I piqued your interest just a little bit? Maybe not to the point of actually, like, watching it, but of wanting to know how it ends.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, like even if I'm not invested in a show with a show that goes on this long, I want to know how it ends. Like this is even how I am with shows that are on TV. Like I don't, I've never watched breaking bad, but like I'm curious to how it ended and same with shows like Dexter and stuff like that. Like when a show is just so popular, even if I'm not committed to the show and haven't watched it, I'm always curious to see how it ended and how the fans how the fans responded to that sort of ending. So I'm definitely interested in that. I just probably won't commit to the end there. Or I won't commit to watching it to the end.
0: But you're I've at least managed to interest you into learning about how yeah. it ends.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see how they end the show and what the overall response is.
0: I think for me that's a win because I never expected you to like watch it and I don't ever really like I would never expect that to like Mm -hmm. tell someone hey go watch this from episode (laughs) one because I'm like the art style is very old like I said it came back in the 90 like 99 or whatever Mm -hmm. so it has a very old art style but it's it's hard to get people into it at this point
1: yeah it's it's just so long it's such a commitment but i have one final question to kind of wrap this interview up and my question is out of out of naruto bleach and one piece which one uh, is your all-time favorite Oh, uh
0: that that honestly is like so hard to answer but if we're talking like present day like up until this point i would just have to say one piece just because out of those three i'm just the most emotionally invested into one piece and like if i could only watch one it would have to be one piece because i just have to know how it ends like we all leading up to this I've watched it from a kid up until now, so mm-hmm. I'm just so invested. If I, like, if I could only watch one of these three, it would 100% be One Piece. Otherwise, honestly, I would probably say Naruto because despite it being filler heavy, it is the only one that's completed. So, like, if we're talking about just like story wise up until this point, Naruto is completed, so it has an ending. If you don't consider Barto going ongoing right now, right? Yeah. But like it ended, so I enjoyed the end. Well, I at least kind of like felt satisfied how it ended, and kind of like how most of almost everyone kind of got wrapped up. So it's like that, and then if you guys want to know more about all the (laughs) canon arcs of Naruto, go listen to our previous episodes. We have we talk about all the. Or almost all the canon arcs of the original Naruto. Though I think Bleach would probably win if it was completed. Because mm-hmm. that was yeah. actually I just feel like it's a little bit different than like typical Shonen. It's still very shonen, but I kinda like Ichigo out of like
1: mm-hmm. the main characters out oh, of yeah, all of them. For sure. Yeah, he was the probably the strongest main character, like just overall character. And he did in it in general, yeah.
0: And he just like even though I love One Piece, Luffy has his annoying moments. But like I never really felt like annoyed with Ichigo.
1: Yeah, I never disliked him. Like he made some dumb moments because he is sort of blockheaded, but or I he never just doesn't was, like, think just things
0: everything a hundred percent through. Mm-hmm, He'll like yeah. think of one solution which could be right but then if like he also can think of like some dumb things but like when he does it it's kind of more comedic and it's like okay i can let Bas- it slide because yeah. it's actually funny
1: basically his only solution to situations is get a get 10 show
0: <laughs> but he does it so well that it's like it's actually not that annoying
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i would completely agree with if bleach was completed it probably it'd probably top it out
0: yeah i think so too but overall one piece right now yeah, and Final um, answer. if
1: we were to get enough people to email us saying that they wanted me to commit to One Piece and do some episodes on it, then I guess they'll have to force me to do it. But that's only if we get enough people to engage and say they want me to watch One Piece.
0: Ah, shit.
1: I should have waited at least
0: like another year for this then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe maybe uh, we'll get some people to just over time this is an ongoing thing that throughout our podcasting history and future if they email us and we get enough responses i'll eventually be forced to watch one piece
0: we'll come back when it finally ends we'll do another episode and then we'll hold it and then force him to uh, re-watch the 1500 episodes oh my
1: god i'd die but i'd do it for the fans i'd do it for our listeners So, I only have one fact for us today, which is pretty... Like, I find this very shocking overall, just because it's such an impressive feat. But One Piece, since it aired in 1999, only 10% of the episodes are considered filler. Out of... This was at the time. Yeah, at the time. And so, like, only 99 episodes are filler, which is remarkable you have like a thousand episodes and you manage to oh, only have 10 percent filler where compared to naruto probably like f- close to 50 percent filler it's just shocking
0: and, and filler for people who have seen one piece and are th- debating that that number is actually true filler is any episode that completely is off topic so yes fight scenes do drag on or there may be like one or two scenes like a recovery scene but it's like they have to recover after a fight these filler episodes are like straight up not from the manga not anything like they just made it because i've seen a couple of fillers and they're weird i don't like them but there's not that many (laughs)
1: Yeah and uh, so I guess that's it for today's episode. I thought this was really fun and it got me a little more interested in the the end of one piece and how it how its legacy will hold up. But overall that's that's it and if you guys want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, feel free to follow us at Weebspawn and email us at at gmail.com.
0: That'll be it from us. I've been your host Bobby
1: and I'm Joshua.
0: And we'll see you guys next time when we, we spawn.